This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. A 5 to 10. KLEQ and KLEQ HD1 El Paso. A town square media station. So wake up your neighbors. Wake up your brothers and your fathers. Wake up. From the KLAQ studios in beautiful, sunny El Paso, Texas. Yeah, baby! The Buzz Adams Morning Show is back. Man, is this gonna rock or what? Thank you very much. Good morning and welcome to our Tuesday show, everybody. We are just getting underway. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show. Ready to lift off and... We got a lot that we're going to talk about today. Uh, we'll review some of this coming up. I uh, have an article written. I don't know if it's been posted yet, but I'll just give you the lowdown. I wrote an article. Mayor Oscar Leeser, it sounds like with his own money, bought 5,000 tickets for the UTEP home opener against North Texas. Are you going to take my local news story Sorry about at that. 6.01 a.m.? Well, I already blogged about it, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You're still, what, like two hours away no, from the news? No, still two hours. No, that's actually an awesome story. Yeah, Oscar Leeser awesome bought 5,000 tickets, and those are going to be given to city employees, police, fire, and uh, county sheriffs. Good for him. So the deal is they're at the mayor's office and they're on a first come first serve basis and I guess just go by and ask for some tickets if you're a city employee or a police officer or a responder first responder you can get up to 6 tickets just by asking so there was a story going on Megan already that we were within about 10,000 tickets of a sellout 8,000 well now that's down. It's to 8,000 now. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so very close to a sellout and uh, Mayor Leeser. Do you know a few years ago when it was the Hyundai Sun Bowl? I think he did that without the backing of the Hyundai Motor Corporation. I think Oscar as a uh, car dealer, mm-hmm. I think he, he sponsored the Sun Bowl all by himself. I don't know. He might have got... He might have got uh, Hyundai to kick in, but uh, he's a longtime supporter of UTEP Athletics, so we'll have that part article coming up. Another thing uh, I've written about is Nico's uh, trophy that he got at the Jewish Food Eating Contest, or the Jewish Food Festival, the Latka Eating Contest portion, and now a dark cloud of suspicion has fallen over the victory. People seem to think that Nico used some kind of performance-enhancing drug to help him win an eating contest. Huh. Mm. What? Is that good for the sport of latke eating? I'm a lot- Are you sullying the name of latke eating? Yeah, like it wasn't sully to begin with. <laughs> I'm a latke king of comedy. 
Did you show Joanna your, your first place trophy? Did you get a look at that, Joanna? Look you at this. Got a oh my God, that's you a huge a trophy. trophy. Yeah. Yeah. I probably have for eighty latkes. Yeah, probably haven't ever won anything this Wait. big. What like? What is a latke? What performance enhancing yeah. drug? Uh, what performance enhancing drugs do you take? Well, I'll tell you, I deny I'll, all claims. You're right, Nico's denying it, but I'll tell you ones that it's not. It's not steroids. Uh-huh. It's not testosterone. It's not Androstene Dion. It's okay. something that you inhale. Oh! <laughs> and it contributes to your to hunger, your, to your appetite, appetite in general. So people are saying, well, that would have given him an undue oh God, advantage okay. in the latke eating contest. So oh, I missed that laugh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, welcome back, Joanne. <laughs> Thank you. Good morning. That's hilarious. Good morning. Yeah. Uh, why don't we go ahead and preview what we have coming up on the show today? Joanna, uh, yeah. tell us what's uh-huh. coming up at Entertainment News. Well, I didn't win the lottery, so I'm back. How many tickets <laughs> did you buy? Like three. <laughs> it could have been one of those. And I had like each of my sweet boys give it a little kiss for good luck. Right. <laughs> it didn't work. Anyways. Uh, for entertainment, John Favreau argued against the decision to kill Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man in Avengers Endgame. The Russo brothers are now saying. Uh, he probably thought, well, without Iron Man, you're not going to need Iron Man's buddy. But he's more than just the guy who... What's that character's name? War Machine? No, Iron, Iron Man's Man? buddy that's played by John Favreau. Happy. Happy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was. I wanted to say Foggy Nelson, but that's <laughs> the same character except for Daredevil. Yeah, <laughs> He's foggy. got like a fat friend, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't... I guess John Favreau kind of calls the shots in some ways on this stuff. Right. So he showed up in uh, the, the Spider-Man movie that came out earlier this year, right? Iron yeah. Man? No, no. John Favreau. Oh, yeah, he did. Um... Okay, so we'll have that coming up in about an hour. Got that right ahead for you. Megan, news headlines. What do you want to point out in uh, news? What's the what's the main story that people need to know about getting started today? Well, uh, a big Al-Qaeda operative was killed over the weekend. Um, I'm going to give you all the details on that, how he was connected to Osama bin Laden, how it happened. A big deal, right? Very like, big like deal. Like one of the masterminds who... Could, arguably the, the most dangerous, most wanted Al-Qaeda operator. Right. Okay, so we'll have that uh, coming up in the news. Nico, what is your contribution to this early morning <laughs> segment today? Uh, in Massachusetts, they just passed a budget. And in the budget, they have officially um, declared the last of the witch trials the one of the vi- victims of the witch trials, uh, they've cleared her name. What oh my god! They, they just did that. <laughs> they did. Just did that. Welcome 2022. to 2022. Yep. Why so are the, you scoffing over there, Buzz? Had she been waiting to go to the like the be burned at the stake, and they finally Mary got her off. James Johnson mm-hmm. uh, accused of being a witch. Accused I of being a witch. Did they? She was actually mentally disabled. And yeah. And well, that'll do it. Yeah. Back in those days. <laughs> yeah, it really did. Witch! Possessed. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so she had been on the book, still not exonerated, up until this week. What happened to Ms. Johnson back in the, I guess, 1600s? So she was put to trial, but uh, her trial didn't finish. I, I think they eventually said that she couldn't stand trial because oh. she was disabled enough 
where they were like, nah, I guess she's not going to stand trial. Oh. So for she lived to the, the age of 70. Oh, okay. So she, she wasn't burned. She didn't meet a fiery no, end. Actually, you know how many witches they burned at the stake in Only Salem? Only 20. No, none. Oh. Because they were all hung. And that little factoid comes to you courtesy of Hocus Pocus, which I watched over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you watched Hocus Pocus? I watched the original Hocus Getting Pocus Getting ready over for, the uh, for the holidays. Yeah, I don't know, man. Was, like, it, was, it, was it your daughter? Or by yourself? <laughs> no judgment? Oh, she might have been. I think it was by myself. Little judgment, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I think I was by myself. All right. Yeah, so. <laughs> cool. Do we need to talk? <laughs> No, I just no. Now, leave them alone. That's you can thing. learn something from everything. You I mean, if you're going to take hocus pocus as an authoritative source on history, you that can. is. <laughs> <laughs> but even watching a, a silly movie, you can learn they didn't ha- they didn't burn any of the witches in Salem. They, they were hung either them. hung or drowned or crushed with really big rocks. That's mm. interesting. Out of those, which would you rather do? Hanging. I'm going to leave burning at the stake. Nobody wants to burn. No. That absolutely would be the worst. No. So hanging, drowning, or crushed by very heavy rocks. You're a warlock, and it's... Crushed by rocks. 1695. That is the la- my last warlock. place I on. Just throw, me the ro- throw the rocks in my head. Wait, they don't throw them on all at once. Yeah. They Are stack. You talking, oh, the press. You're yeah, talking about pressing. pressing. Oh, yeah. no, I don't want to be pressed. No. The There's a difference between stoning and pressing. Yeah. So pressing, they, <laughs> they would, would put like a big rock and then well, you'd have they to They would just, put a board usually, like yeah. a giant uh-huh. door, and then slowly put rocks one after another until it got so heavy you can breathe. Yeah. God, what's wrong with people? <laughs> right? Oh Insane. Joanna, would you be interested in an immersive squid game experience? How immersive? Yeah, I don't think they're supposed to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think, but you don't and know. Sto- yeah, I do. Uh, the story says your your actual life isn't on the line, but other than that, it's pretty immersive. It's coming out next month in nine cities across the United States. So, oh, my God. I mean, I assume that's United States. When they say across the country, they're not talking about... It'll be a 90-minute game for groups of up to six people. The people participating will wear a visor that tracks their motion and use touch screens to complete six challenges for the show. I would be out by the red light, green light. Red light, green light, and I don't know this one, Dalgona. Oh, the the cookie one. one. Oh, God, the cookie one. I would be out the second I hear that creepy girl song. Out. You done? <laughs> you know your money's not refundable, sir. Don't care. So it's just like Get a huge escape room. Yeah. Uh, wait a minute. So the people participating wear a visor, tracks their motion, and uses touch screens to complete six challenges. Wait a minute. Is this a video wait. game, or are you doing the red right? light? Right? Is it physically you're doing it, or you're just playing a virtual reality? Because I'm confused now. Well, now you've confused me. Players must survive each challenge to advance in the game. If they fail, they lose a virtual life. And if they win, it puts money in their piggy bank. (gasps) Real money? Um, Yeah, I guess so. It debuts September 21st, and they're already open for booking. All right, I already have my costume. Why why didn't people ever do that with other movies like Saw or Hostel? That's a that's a good point. That's a good question. <laughs> Where are they going? Squid Game. So that the has loca- everybody excited. Now I'm over at the website. Oh, did that say it also has the uh, the rope one? What's that called? Go down. 
Uh, tug of war. Tug of war. In the United States, there's going to be one in San Antonio, one in two in Dallas. <laughs> Dallas and San Antonio get everything. Denver, uh, Chicago, New York, Salt Lake City, and a few places in California. So they're going to have the Squid Game. See, now that they're saying you got to compete, what did it say? Touch screens? Mm -hmm. That sounds like that ridiculous uh, Alice in Wonderland experience I keep getting (laughs) pop-up ads for. I keep getting those, too. (laughs) Have you gotten those? Yeah, I wrote an article of it because I keep getting that ad. Is it coming to El Paso? No, it's not. No. Good question. It's not. Why do I keep getting those ads? But you do it all on your phone. It's all virtual yeah. reality. It's like, you know, it's like a glorified Pokemon game is what it sounds like. Remember that time when uh, the Pokemon the world, fell on the, 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 on the country phone went insane over Pokemon? And all the, the kids were, were walking. Down. Oh, right. The kids were walking. I just it re- got children to walk. <laughs> they were walking all over the parks and the. Yeah, my daughter really got into that. She hey, Buzz, maybe deal. you should get into Pokemon. Is it even still a thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. <laughs> People, is it still popular? Yeah, yeah. yeah very popular. Mm-hmm. Where the thing where you go and find imaginary things, pokey on, your phone, things yeah. on your phone. Mm-hmm. Pokey, yeah. thing. <laughs> pokey things. The only Pokemons. Pokey, pokey bowl is the only thing I'm interested <laughs> in. <laughs> uh, Deshaun Watson is going to be suspended for six games, but what? Uh, yeah, six games. After being accused uh, over two dozen times by two dozen different uh, massage therapists, and uh, we've heard what Baker Mayfield has to say about this. They, Baker Mayfield out at Cleveland. He's with uh, the Panthers now, and they tracked him down and said, "Well, what do you think about your replacement, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, only getting uh, six game suspension?" And a whole lot more coming up on the show today. So we've got uh, plenty of ground to cover. Thank you for being along with us. If you want to give the morning show a call, you can certainly do that by uh, calling us here in the studio. It's 915-910-4995. That's 910-4995 to put a call into the morning show. Let's do our late night roundup. What was happening on TV late last night? Uh, Let's check it out and find out. It was a life-changing weekend for the person in Illinois who purchased the winning ticket for the $1.3 billion Mega Millions jackpot. Uh, the winner hasn't come forward yet, so either they're contacting financial experts or they're at home like, crap, where is it? All right, I had it in my... I went swimming, I went swimming. All right, no one turn on the washing machine. No one do anything. Pope Francis acknowledged that he will need to slow down or retire. You can tell the Pope is ready to retire. Today someone asked him uh, for a miracle, and he was like, what do we look like, a freaking genie over here? The White House is planning to offer updated booster shots to Americans this fall. Yep, it's still the same booster, except uh, these are going to be pumpkin spice. <laughs> the morning show that's live and local. The best debauchery you can have. We've got today in sound clips coming up in just a few minutes. A couple calls off the neckline that we'll get to before too long. Let's take a look at El Paso uh, weather, first of all, and golfer's forecast brought to you by Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course. You can set up all your tee times online at paintedunes.com. 
Mostly sunny today, 103. So it is going to be warm. In the evening, we're seeing an ever-so-slight chance of rain, under 10% uh, in the evening hours. But then tomorrow, we really do have a uh, pretty decent chance of rain, about a 50% chance of rain in the forecast. Uh, moving in tomorrow, late afternoon, early evening, and 102 for tomorrow's high temperature. Uh, continued hot and about a 15% chance of rain every day through the remainder of the week. El Paso weather brought to you by Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course. And now, today in Sound Clips. This hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoo. They're at the corner of Dyer and Monroe, just a few moments from Fort Bliss. You can find them on social media or at PumpingInkTattoo.com. That's PumpingInkTattoo.com. Joanna... You were out on Friday, and we got some more calls. I I feel like I owe it to you to keep you up to date on the latest taco versus burrito (laughs) opinions that have been thrown out there, and there were some of those on your day off on Friday. They won't stop coming. So I'll bring that up in just a couple of minutes. We've got a flyaway trip to Denver to see Iron Maiden. So Iron Maiden in Denver, $500 spending cash. My God. Maybe bring back some souvenirs from Colorado, if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Gummy bears. This flyaway trip for Iron Maiden in the Mile High City brought to you by 95.5 KLAQ and BMG Music. So to enter this, it is a KLAQ mobile app contest, but it's also on the radio. So every day while the contest is running, we're going to have three code words and they're going to be at the same times every day. Approximately 10:15 a.m., 2:15 p.m. and 5:15 p.m. So whenever you hear that code word, just tap the Rocky Mountain Maiden button on the KLAQ app. Enter the code and you're registered to win. Now obviously the more times you can do that, Every time you hear a different code word, the more entries you're going to have, it's going to increase your chance of winning. It's brought to you by the all-new Earl of Sandwich, the sandwich that started it all. Now open with their first location in El Paso, 3581 North Zaragoza. If you don't already have it, download the KLAQ mobile app on your iPhone through the App Store or your Android through the Google Play Store. And uh, listen for those code words for a trip to Denver to see Iron Maiden. All right, here is uh, the call we got on Friday. Joanna, I just want to make sure that you are brought up to speed. Here's uh, Eduardo, it looks like, who's got uh, a take on the taco versus burrito. Hey, this is Eduardo. I just wanted to talk about the taco and burrito thing. Let me tell you. In Mexico, you go and you ask for taco. It don't matter what kind of tortilla, harina, maize, it don't matter, flour, corn. If you ask for burrito in Mexico, you're going to get a baby donkey. All right, burrito and chimichanga are American-made, all right? But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to clear that up. But, uh, again, I go, I do understand what she's saying, but I'm going to tell you that her Ameri- uh, Mexican-American terms, Hispanic terms, uh, but nowadays we probably lost burrito to the rap. So, <laughs> We probably lost, lost burrito, burrito to, to the rap. The rap. <laughs> all right. It's a rap for burrito. So he's saying that in Mexico a burrito means little donkey, but there's a story that, they were the original burritos were sold in El Paso. Mm-hmm. 
in Juarez. And, and it was a little guy who had a donkey. Yeah. So he would sell these burritos. Yeah, burritos. burritos. Yeah. He was known as burritos because this guy got around on a little donkey. <laughs> okay. And this is like a hundred and fifty years ago or whatever. I've now definitely we, been in Mexico and asked for a burrito. And they know and what you're talking burrito. about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Now we've got a guy that comes around to the bars late at night with a little burrito. Oh, those like are great. Like in an ice chest? In an ice chest, yeah. <laughs> Love the burrito man. <laughs> you I'm glad everyone is really wrapped up into this. But I'm bum Thank you. Uh, <laughs> nice oh, job. God. What? Now you're doing it to each other. <laughs> <laughs> now if everyone can just go read the article, that'd be great. We're going to have uh, Urban Dictionary game this morning, so get ready to play. Uh, and Nico, you came up with this word. I did. So you're going to be the MC of the Urban Dictionary game. Ooh. I will. All right, we've got that on the way shortly. Time to get to our Tuesday morning entertainment news headlines, notes from Hollywood. Here is Joanna Barber. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. Dolph Lundgren has said he had no idea that Sylvester Stallone was not involved in the upcoming Rocky spinoff after Stallone accused him of going behind his back. In case you missed it, on Sunday, Stallone hit out against Rocky producer Erwin Winkler and Dolph Lundgren in two now-deleted Instagram posts after it was reported that there, was be, there would be another spinoff in the franchise involving his longtime friend who played antagonist Ivan Drago in both Rocky IV and Creed II. In his post, Stallone said he only found out about the possible movie spinoff online and added that he was surprised that Lundgren never told him what was going on behind his back with the character that he created for him. Lundgren has responded with his own Instagram post saying that he is now in touch with Stallone and said, quote, just to set the record straight regarding a possible spinoff, there's no approved script, no deals in place, no director, and I was personally under the impression that my friend Sly Stallone was involved as a producer or even as an actor. There was a press leak last week, which was unfortunate, in touch with Mr. Balboa, just so all the fans can relax, end quote. Did Stallone ever end up hooking up with Brigitte Nielsen? Was that? Yeah, no. Yeah, that was a thing. Was he a couple? Was wasn't she, or am I just thinking of the movie? She was Drago's girlfriend in the movie, but did they date in real life? I want to say the only person that I'm sure that Brigitte Nielsen dated was Flavor Flav. That's the only one that I'm 100 (laughs) percent sure about. That's the one you know. There's there's pictures of. Oh, Nielsen is also known for her marriage to Sylvester Stallone. Oh, she was, yeah, oh, they, they were married. Were, I, yes, <laughs> I, mean, I thought I thought they were married. That's hilarious. Did they ever date? A, a little. A lot of my a lot <laughs> of my of. memories from the '80s are very very foggy. So it's like, <laughs> wait a minute, was she married to? Why are your married? memories from the '80s foggy? It's not even from drugs or alcohol, right? No, nah, they're just no, you know, just so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> Um, spoiler alert. Why would, why would Stallone not want to have a, another sequel to... What does he care? I don't know. I guess because <laughs> nobody he wrote was the in script? T- yeah, because he says nobody was in touch with him he, he for owned, this. He wants to own... He created the characters. He wants to create the characters. He wants to own all that and have been put into them. And so Dolph is now saying, hey, there's no script, no deals in place. And he thought that Sylvester was involved in it. Oh, okay. But now he says that he's talked to Sylvester Stallone... They patch um, things over? They're patching things up. Mm. So we'll see what happens. Turns out we're getting another uh, Expendables instead. <laughs> 
Um, spoiler alert, Tony Stark dies in Avengers Endgame. And apparently, despite the best efforts of Iron Man director John Favreau, this is according to a new interview from the Russo brothers. According to Joe, they felt like the character had earned the arc that would feel redemptive and emotional and uplifting. But uh, John Favreau had other plans. Part of the pressure came from John Favreau, who called us up after he read oh, the geez, script I remember this. and said to yeah. us, are you guys really going to kill Iron Man? He did. Yeah. And I remember like, pacing on the corner of a stage on the phone with Favreau trying to talk him off a ledge because he's like, you, you can't do this. It's going to devastate yeah. people and you don't want them, um, you know, walking out of the theater and into traffic. We did it anyway. Yeah. They did it anyway. What? Walking to traffic? Nobody's going to be so upset. Were people that upset? Like were they? No, people were upset, upset when be... Spider Man got turned into dust, but I don't remember anybody <laughs> being like upset that they would walk into traffic because Iron Man it's, died. That's just what happened in the movie, man. <laughs> it's good writing. You have to move Look, on. Yeah. There are like a thousand different ways they could bring him back if they ever decide to do it. Yeah, there are. In thirty years, they could bring back an elderly Robert Downey Jr. Just be, and they could just write the script so it's that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking Not that of, they ended all over. <laughs> Speaking of bringing back from the dead, Jason Momoa shocked DC fans recently when he announced that Ben Affleck would return as Batman in Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Affleck last played the caped crusader in Zack Snyder's Justice League and will also appear alongside fellow Batman Michael Keaton in The Flash. Ben Affleck is now set to make another DC Extended Universe appearance as Batman in Aquaman, which per reports, is due to continuity issues arising from the release date reshuffling of the DC film's roster. The Flash and Aquaman 2 were both slated to hit the screen this year, but were delayed to 2023. While an exact reason has yet to be revealed, the Warner Brothers Discovery merger and the involvement of the problematic stars Ezra Miller and Amber Heard in the movies are touted as potential reasons behind the postponement. I gotta say, when it comes to problematic, Ezra Miller's like not even in the same category as Amber, Amber Heard, no. Right? His his problematicness. Like he's Somebody a needs is, to stop Ezra. Miller. He's a danger to society. There's a yeah. there's a chance they, that they, Amber Heard will just poop I mean, on your bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the few cases She's a where it's like laundry. the girl who poops on your bed is preferable to the guy who assaults people and Choke develops relationships with and grooms them 14 year old girls and, and then stays on these upstate you know new york properties with just a bunch of guns like he's holed up in so somewhere. is it the ezra miller flash movie that ben affleck and michael keaton are supposed to be both be batman in? yes see i think there's still a very real chance that that movie doesn't get released like that ezra miller does something How so do bad so egregious replace him with christopher Plummer. they had already filmed with everything christopher with christopher Plummer. <laughs> just <laughs> like the getty movie like yeah. instead of kevin space kevin space kevin spacey but, played oh uh, j paul getty okay, and they just replaced him with an obscure reference <laughs> the dude that plays the flash on the tv show yeah he was great. great yeah great. they already got a flash just grant gustin just like digitally CGI yeah face. cgi his face now they already filmed it all. Yeah, they did. Millions, man. Well, Aquaman and The Lost Kingdom are now arriving on theaters on March 17th of 2023. And The Flash will debut on June 23rd. Well, that's a good question. What would he have to do for it to just get axed completely? Murder somebody? Yeah, take it hostages, <laughs> yeah. shoot out with the police, dine and hail a gunfire. And then yeah, Warner Brothers is going to be mean, like, oh, you I know guess what? We, have to shelf we should this. probably not release the Ezra Miller Flash. 
which is going to be the best one because it's based uh, on, a, on a really good story arc from the uh, uh, comic books called Flashpoint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, never mind. DC. Oh, right. Buzz and Buzz doesn't. his snooty options. Uh, yeah, super snooty. doesn't appreciate quality comic books. <laughs> Well, finally, Netflix is suing Abigail Barlow and Emily Bear, the duo behind the unofficial Bridgerton musical over copyright infringement. The streaming giant filed the complaint in Washington, D.C., and a judge says after Barlow and Bear held a live show dedicated to their Bridgerton-inspired album, Netflix decided this was it. After Bridgerton's 2020 debut, Barlow and Bear began creating music based on the Netflix original series and promoting it on TikTok, where it quickly gained popularity. As fans requested more content, Barlow and Bear soon had enough to create a 15-song album that went on to win a Grammy, mm-hmm. a first for music originating on TikTok. When its complaint obtained by Deadline, Netflix alleges that Barlow and Bear's content stretches fan fiction well past its breaking point and that it's a blatant infringement of intellectual properties. Despite praising Barlow and Bear's work itself, Netflix claims it reportedly told the pair that Bridgerton-inspired compositions were not authorized. Hmm. And with your entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. All right, 103 for the high temperature today. It's going to get warm. It's friggin' hot. It's friggin' hot. No matter where you work, you work in a sweatshop. It's friggin' hot. It's friggin' hot. This case of swamp ass has turned into crotch rot. Satan street cred no longer exists. Because hell can't be any friggin' hotter than this. It's friggin' hot. It's friggin' hot. Hotter than Michael B. Jordan naked doing squats. It's friggin' hot. It's friggin' hot. So hot, Snoop, stop dropping it, cause it's way too hot. This heat wave's got me staying inside, no joke. Watching step on vids, that's what I call heat stroke. (laughs) It's friggin' hot. It's friggin' hot. It's friggin' hot. KLAQL Paso and KLAQ.com. All right, coming up, we're going to play a game of the Urban Dictionary game. So we got that on the way. In just a few minutes, I want to tell you about Back to School Expo and lots of money that uh, could be your students. We've got a lot of scholarship opportunities coming up. KLAQ invites you to the Back to School Expo. It's this Saturday at Silla Vista Mall, and it coincides with the Texas uh Tax-free weekend, so you don't have to pay the uh, tax on certain items, including all clothes. Western Tech and Coca-Cola Southwest Beverages present El Paso's Back to School Expo. There are going to be a lot of giveaways, for instance, at the Johnson Jewelers Prize Tent, student exhibits, uh, performances on the YMCA stage, the Texas Kids Dental Coloring Contest, plus register for a chance to win One of the back-to-school scholarships, El Paso Electric, wants to help students power up their educational opportunities, and they are offering four $500 scholarships. The Back-to-School Expo at Silla Vista Mall is this Saturday. Special thanks to our sponsors, Coca-Cola Southwest Beverages and Western Tech, and special thanks to Yes We Do Hair and Sunwat Energy. You find out more about the Back-to-School Expo at klaq.com. 
There, uh, yesterday it was, it came over the news and Megan's going to have the complete story coming up in about a half hour or so. Uh, some kind of threat against the county courthouse. I thought they were a little, a little short on details yesterday, but just some kind of threat. So employees of the county are being given the opportunity to work from home was the latest I saw, right? Yes. So, And they have uh, increased, increased security and dogs, bomb-sniffing dogs there I th- currently. I think they specified a week. So employees at the county, employees at the courthouse, uh, well, it's gonna, they said it's going to be up to each supervisor. So it's not like the courthouse is going to be empty, but we'll find out more of the details coming up when we get to news headlines in about half an hour. Uh, why did somebody get fined almost $2,000 for bringing a McMuffin on an airplane? Yeah. A uh, person from Indonesia paid a hefty price for McDonald's breakfast. A uh, man traveling from Bali, Indonesia to Australia uh, was fined $2,000 after they found two undeclared egg and beef sausage McMuffins. Oh, and one ham croissant. <laughs> That was enough to land this man into uh, hot water and a $2,000 fine. Now, you're thinking, that's kind of a lot, right, for a fine, for something that, you know, was unde- undeclared. It happens. You might have forgotten your... Well, I thought the Russians were hard on Brittany Griner. <laughs> <laughs> $2,000 fine for an Egg McMuffin. Well, the incident comes just days after Australian authorities uh, found... Uh, well, they're bringing in new biosecurity rules after foot and mouth disease was... Uh, found in Indonesia, and it's kind of having an outbreak there. Um, Bali is a popular destination to Australian tor- tourists, so they're taking it super seriously, and they don't want any foods that could potentially uh, be contaminated coming into the country. Tell me you're going to read the statement in that Australian accent, and don't feel any pressure, Nico. This will be the most expensive Macus meal this passenger's <laughs> ever had, said said Murray Watt, Minister for Agriculture, Fisheries, and Forestry. This fine is twice the cost of an airfare to Bali, but I have no sympathy for people who choose to disobey Australia's security. And recent detections show you will be caught. (laughs) Australia really does seem... I mean, look, I get it. It's serious, especially what the world went through with COVID. But doesn't Australia seem to be a little little tight-assed? Remember, they were the ones that were going to put down Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's little little Yorkie. That's right. (laughs) Because Mm -hmm. they they didn't declare the dog coming into the country. Do you remember that, Joanna? I do remember that. They were like, we're going to destroy the animal because they didn't declare it. They came in on a private flight and didn't declare that they had an animal. They're like, we're going to kill it. Uh, Speaking of dogs, uh, Australia's Department of Agriculture said a range of undeclared risk products, including the fast food items, were detected in the passenger's rucksack by a biosecurity detector dog named Zinta. They trained a dog to smell egg McMuffins (laughs) in Australia. That's amazing. Holy crap. Meanwhile, once you get to Australia, literally everything's poisonous or venomous. Right. Or can kill you with one bite. Yeah, right. (laughs) Welcome to the world's most dangerous country. We've got to fine you 2,000 quid. (laughs) I think it's Australian dollars. I saw that somebody else was busted and given a similar fine for half of an uneaten Subway sandwich. (gasps) Going into Australia? Yeah, same thing. 
Well, okay, okay, do you know what foot and mouth disease is? Do they have a big sign that says, hey, you might have forgotten, but if you got part of an Egg McMuffin or a six-inch Subway, this could be a very hefty fine. I don't know how big the signs are. but It almost it, sounds like a speed trap type of scam. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah, it's just that mention. Australia is FMD free, and we want to stay that way. FMD? FMD. Foot and mouth. You know what that is? I figure it's something you get from putting your foot in your mouth. I mean, that's what it sounds like, right? It's what you have every day. Yes. I have foot and mouth disease. I, I haven't been able to get my foot to my mouth since I was like 15 years old. <laughs> that's a little Does it have anything to do with like athlete's foot getting in your mouth because of... And didn't it used to be called hoof and mouth disease? What? Right. It's basically well, mad that's cow what disease. They call it here in Texas. <laughs> they, right. They call it hoof. And, <laughs> see, you were doing it in your nice. fancy, I guess, Australian foot and mouth disease. <laughs> you mean hoof and mouth? I'm not sure hoof and mouth is the same thing, but a foot and mouth disease is a form of a prion disease, like uh, mad uh, cow disease. Mad cow. Yeah. Tax the brain. Right. Okay. Well, it's a misfolded protein that just messes up the. The system. All right. Yeah. All right. It happens time and time again. All right, sir. Let me just check your luggage before you get on the plane. And wait, is is that an egg McMuffin? Busted. Well, not anymore. With the new McMuffin suitcase, the only luggage that has a special compartment to hide your egg McMuffin, so you can slip it through airport security undetected. Every single time I travel, I get busted for smuggling egg McMuffins. <laughs> well, not anymore. With the new McMuffin suitcase, it has twelve secret compartments, so I can nice. sneak up to twelve McMuffins through security. All right. Here goes nothing. All, All right, right, sir, let's just check your bag. Uh, it smells like McMuffins, but there's no trace of them. Um, that's my new shampoo. It smells like McMuffins. Yeah, that's the ticket. All right, enjoy your flight, sir. Thanks, and thank you, McMuffin suitcase. You're welcome. The McMuffin suitcase. Smuggle your McMuffins today. All right, it is time to hear our Urban Dictionary Woo! word of the day. Woo! It is the Urban Dictionary game. We're going to... I know what turning tricks is. I'm looking up duck butter. Don't. Here's the way we play the Urban Dictionary game. Nico's going to give us a uh, word or short phrase, and then we're going to go to commercials briefly and come back. And uh, Do we need to go to commercials? Can we do it all in one segment here? Joanna, your call. Oh, we could do it in one segment. Oh, okay. Joanna says we have time to just do it in one segment. Well, so she's the boss. Everybody yeah. have uh, paper and pen handy. Mm, and I get to play. Yes, you do. Play Urban Dictionary game. What's the word today? All right. Today's Urban Dictionary word is poochin. <laughs> Can I get a spelling? Well. Yep. <laughs> One word, P-O-O-C-H-I-N. Poochin. Poochin. Is there an apostrophe after the end? Like it's the formal way of saying it is pooching. No. Well, maybe. Poochin. 
I don't think Urban Dictionary really cares as much about God. I think they do. Well, there, there's an apostrophe. Is there? Poochin. No, there is not oh, this one. Poochin. God. I don't like being on the spot like this. It puts a lot of pressure. Do you on. want to take the break yeah, then? I do. I want to. I want to give me five minutes to think because I'm just, I don't know if anybody else is having the same problem, but I can really use the break. All right, we'll come back and we'll reveal our answers for today's Urban Dictionary Word of the Day. Poochin. Poochin. So that's coming up and more on the way right after this. KLAQ El Paso and KLAQ.com. KLAQ rocks. Join Silo Bar for the High West Whiskey Tasting this Saturday. This Saturday, August 6th at 4.30 p.m. and 6.30 p.m. So there are two different seatings. The best rye and single malt whiskey from Utah. Of course, there'll be a food pairing. Their food is great, so I can't see what they prepare to go along with it. Reserve your spot before they sell out. SiloBarElPaso.com. That's SiloBarElPaso.com. Silo Bar has events from live music to uh, whiskey tastings, tequila tastings. So follow them on social media to find out what's coming up next at the substation on Donovan and Sunset. Just look for the giant silo. Five, four, three, two. This hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoo. You can find them on social media or at PumpingInkTattoo.com. That's PumpingInkTattoo.com. They're also on the corner of Dyer and Monroe, so you could drop in and see them in person. Back to the Urban Dictionary game where we found out that our word that we have to guess the definition of today is... What is it, Nico? Your word for today is poochin. <laughs> well, I came poochin. up with something. Poo- I don't think anybody's going to be happy about it. But... I did too, and mine's kind of lame. I don't like it. I have two. Oh. Oh. Oh, You'll nice. make up for Joanna's lame one. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Joanne, I was telling... They're both pretty lame. <laughs> I, I was telling Nico and Megan in here, uh-huh. I thought we should come up with our own spinoff of Urban Dictionary called Urbane Dictionary. Okay. And it's like, just teaches you words if you want to sound sophisticated or highfalutin or fancy. <laughs> I love that. Welcome to Urbane Dictionary. Urbane Dictionary. <laughs> uh, All right, you guys ready? Yeah. Who do you want yeah. to go first? Let us start with our new person, Miss Megan. Oh, well, she's got two. The pressure. Yeah, she I does have two. <laughs> Should I do one and then you can come back around? Yeah, and yeah. Good idea. Okay, yeah. all right. So my first answer is for Poochin. blowing out smoke. Oh. Oh. Hey man, you gotta hold it in there a long time, but eventually you gotta <laughs> pooch it out. Poo- you gotta pooch it out. You gotta yeah. pooch it. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, Thanks, Joanna. Answer. All right, Joanna. Thank you. Okay. You know how you call dogs pooch? Mm-hmm. But you also call your homies pooch? I mean, dogs? Yeah. Okay, so this I, I is just hanging dogs. out with your homies because you're pooching with your dogs. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I get it. Pooching. Yeah. I'm just hanging out with my dogs. All right. I, actually, that's a very good answer, Joanna. <laughs> I'm you. sure this isn't going to be it, but I also tied in pooching with 
you know, calling dogs pooches. Okay. Uh-huh. Except, you know what poaching is, right? Uh-huh. Uh, that's how you make hunting. an egg. Oh, no, never mind. Poaching. <laughs> like poaching yes. wild Illegally uh, hunting. So it's like that, but with oh. dogs. Oh, you wouldn't. Maybe it's in China or something. Poaching for pooches? Yeah. It's poaching. Poaching and poaching. Oh, no. Oh, no. In China, they've been pooching on my dogs. I, I, that was very like I told you, I don't think that's probably going to be it. Right. No, uh, we... They still have dog meat festivals in some parts of yeah, China. Yeah, China, they yeah, do. They absolutely do. We have a winner, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. It's the hanging with your homies. It is... To pass time in an unproductive manner. But I also think that's hanging with your homies, too. Oh, why is it called? Is there not with your dog at the end of that? Nothing. Nothing to do with a pooch. That was my my second one was taking a dog for a walk. So I got the dog, the pooch. I'm pooching this afternoon. Or just anything. Like if you got to take your dogs to get. Or just hanging with your dog. Yeah, just right? hanging with your dog. And I'm just pooching. shooting it with your dog. Shoot. So you're saying wasting time. Wasting What's time. Quit on? pooching around. They don't give you an etymology on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> this is this is user-submitted words. Some random A. What's, this random A Did this. is weird. Yeah. Pooching doesn't even involve a dog. It could just be by yourself. Yeah. It could be. Quit pooching around. <laughs> Gross. I think Joanna wins. Thank you. Don't look it up. It's the last to call for you. It's the last I don't know if you're aware, but some people think the world's richest man, Elon Musk, is a little douchey. <laughs> well, let me tell you, you don't know douchey until you find out about his father, father who's yeah. still alive. Elon Musk's father is a real gem, isn't he? Oh, my God. He takes douche to another level. So, uh, we'll get to that coming up here in this uh, segment. Good morning, guys. Steven, I just want to say, hey, Megan, welcome to the show. Aw. Good job so far. So far, so good. Hmm. Uh, I just wanted to say that was a really good mashup. But you guys don't do the gong anymore. And I think uh, that'd be pretty cool. Monday's like a yay or nay type of thing. Honestly, you guys should do that for some of the new songs coming in, you know, for the show afterwards. Because some of those Shinedown songs are (laughs) kind of sounding like country. But anyway, have a good day, guys. Every now and then, if we get a hold of a a Monday mashup that I feel like is a clunker, I might gong it. Okay. But they've been good. Gong is in bad. This is bad. Did you do a mashup yesterday? Uh, Daniel brought it to us, yeah. Although it was a, the Doors and Iron Maiden. It sounded just like a good song to me. I couldn't even tell I the difference. It was, I thought, right, I would not have gonged that one. So I think something could still get gonged if I really didn't like it. Uh, you know what? Yeah, you haven't gonged anything in a while. Anything could be gonged. Is this like the gong show kind of style? Is that the, where you would get it from? Anything can wow, be gonged. Wow, you are gonged. so swift. <laughs> oh, I don't, Do you what, know what the gong show was? I know now because I've participated in gong shows for stand-up. But, really? Yeah, yeah, they're the worst. 
they, they honestly make you feel so sad they inside. They gong you if you're yeah. on stage? Oh, yeah. Have you been gonged? Oh, yeah. I, well, I've only been in one. Where? Uh, here. Oh, yeah? But, yeah. Like an it, open mic? No, no, this was a competition. And is it like an actual gong? Yeah, have? there was a giant gong, and oh, how cool. two different people have to gong you. For you to be Nico out. So gets there and I said, I thought it was a giant bong. <laughs> <laughs> but once the first person gongs you, it's like a warning. It's like, oh. Oh, but. That's on, how we would do it when on, we did the mashups. On the show, all three of the panel or judges or whatever. Would have this, to gong you. I barely remember this show, but it very much seemed like they were having intentionally acts that were not good. Like just ridiculous. Yeah ridiculous acts so that they could gong him. Because all three would have to do it. Yeah, I think that was the deal was all three would have to get up and hit the gong. Otherwise, the people could keep going. And the celebrities were always like these third or fourth tier <laughs> celebrities like Jim. Meet Lucille O'Ball's niece. No, it was people like Lucille O'Ball's <laughs> J.P. Morgan, who was Is it not actress. Lucille O'Ball? Lucille, Lucille O'Ball. <laughs> it's the Irish Lucille. <laughs> I really thought it was O'Ball. <laughs> you thought, wait a minute, you thought Lucille Ball, the most famous television O-ball. person. Lucille O'Ball. Yeah. What in the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> oh, that was good. Good morning. I heard the gentleman that called in this Friday morning raging without any facts. I just want to get one thing straight. MAGA now stands for Mothers Against Greg Abbott. Wow. And that's a maggot I can get behind. Thank you very much. Okay. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Don't mess with the moms. What do you think of MAGA? Mothers Against Greg Abbott, Buzz. I could see some potential confusion. <laughs> I, I hadn't heard that before. Is that a real organization, or is it just a is it a joke? Mothers against Greg Abbott. We'll see. As much as I dislike this administration, uh, I think Nancy Pelosi should go to Taiwan because we shouldn't let China dictate what the U.S. can and can't do. Um, that's number one. Uh, the second thing is kudos to the Biden administration for taking out that um, Taliban dude. Uh, the one thing that's going to be different is the right isn't going to say he's provoking anything like the left did when Trump took out uh, Soleimani and Abu, whatever, whatever. Um, they said that, you know, well, he's provoking these people to war and it was a bad move or whatnot. Now it's always a good move to kill terrorists. Uh, so kudos to the Biden administration for that. Smooth brain out. Oh, it is. I now he's you. letting us know that he's smooth brain. Nice. Okay. So what's going on? Nancy Pelosi is going to Taiwan today. I think. I've or got this it week? in your news headlines. You got it tonight. in the news headlines. Well, she's doing a whole Asia tour. The whole the tour is not specifically to go to Taiwan. She will be today landing in Taiwan. Yeah. And China has already said that there is going to be a response if Nancy Pelosi. Sets foot in Taiwan. Uh, the caller said the Biden administration. This is not the Biden administration. Nancy Pelosi, no. Speaker of the House. But uh, my understanding is the Biden administration 
is not 100% supportive of her going to Taiwan because what's the one China policy? We ignore all of the shady crap that China does just as kind of a keeping the peace, just kind of like passive. Okay, you know what? Whatever. You're one China, but... I mean, Joe Biden well, said a few weeks with, ago that... It doesn't that, have to do with human rights or anything. I mean, it's it's all about the 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 fall of the pre, China pre-1950 and how, you know, there was really n- no settlement over... What do you mean it doesn't have anything to do with human rights? Well, what, what, what are you talking about? The one China is just us allowing China to do whatever bad stuff? Well, to claim that Taiwan is theirs, you know, we don't directly contravene that, although Taiwan is much closer to democratic country that we we should probably be protecting right but you know in uh, world war also in world war ii that we were supporting mao zedong too like we we were we we were giving money to both mao zedong and uh uh yeah because they were helping us fight the nazis and the japs exactly japanese excuse me Anyways, but so after we got out of World War II and got out of uh, China, uh, it, it was we left it to communists and, and democratic factions, and we didn't help support okay. the democratic faction. They went to Taiwan. They say that's China. China says no. We own Taiwan. So it's it's a messy history going back all the all way right. to World War II. This is in news, correct? Yes. All right. We'll get it in news. Tell me about Elon Musk. And his horrible, horrible father. As much as a douchebag of a douchebag that a lot of people think Elon Musk is, his dad is way, worse. Yeah, his dad the is way worse. The apple doesn't fall. Not only, far. yeah, seriously. <laughs> well, okay. So recently, in on a, a radio show, uh, Errol Musk, Elon Musk's father, was asked, "Are you proud of your son, uh, Elon?" And he said, "No, I'm not proud of him. All my children have done good things." Um, I'm not. I'm not particularly proud of him. Wait, did he say he wasn't proud of him, or did he say I'm proud of all my children? No, he said my other children have done good things too. Damn! Now Elon Musk is going to try to buy something else just to prove just to prove his dad yeah. wrong. I didn't even be know. proud of me, Dad. I didn't know anything about Elon's dad till I found out a couple weeks ago. He just had a second baby with his former stepdaughter, now turned lover, thirty-four year old, and he's in his. 70s or 80s? Yeah, he's got to be. He's got to be 79. He's, yeah, he's 79. Be to 80. And he is married to a 34 year old woman. Who was his stepdaughter? Who was stepdaughter since she was four years old. Oh, that's weird. And he has two daughters with her. Uh, I mean, two kids with, with her. A son and a daughter. So, right? everybody, have you seen the picture of Elon Musk with his shirt off? Oh, yeah, he looks weird. He looks pasty, like a pasty white guy. Well, his dad is saying even more stuff now. He's saying. Elon has been uh, always built very big, uh, <laughs> but the, now he's eating garbage. Is is Elon Musk's father fat shaming the richest uh, man right? in the world? All right. What else did Errol have to say? He said uh, that at age fifty, Elon is already an old man, and he's worried that his son would not find a partner to be with him all the time. Oh well, maybe he'll get a stepdaughter, and eventually <laughs> something will blossom between them. Right? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, Elon Musk, the richest man in the world, is really going to have trouble finding someone to be with. Right. Yeah. Uh, he so he was on for 20 minutes in this no-holds-barred interview 
on the Kyle and Jackie O show on Australian radio stations. Elon is very well built. He's very, very strongly built. <laughs> but he's eating badly. Okay. So he did he call him fat? Is he-, he did. And then he recommended that his eldest son take a weight loss pill called Garcinia Cambogia. Let me write that down. <laughs> Gar- Garcinia? Yeah. How? Cambodia? Cambogia. Oh, okay. I don't know if this is legal or not. I don't know. <laughs> in the United States. Well, Buzz is going to find out. When the richest guy in the world's a-hole dad says something works, I'm going to take his word for it. So. so, Elon, while Elon is a father of nine children, oh my God. his his father, Errol Musk, has seven of his own. Including, including two with his stepdaughter. Yep. That are very young. That is... Okay, is that creepy? Elon Musk has major daddy issues. Who's creepier? Major. Woody Allen or Elon Musk's father? Who's creepier? Uh, Elon Musk's dad, for sure. Yeah, because yeah, for I, sure. I'm going to go with Woody. Uh, yeah, I, I think Woody. Woody. Because Elon Musk, we, his dad, we didn't even know about this dude until a few weeks ago. Right. Yeah, we've had like 30 years of the, of the bad stuff been about Woody Allen. We've just in the Woody right. Allen thing. Yeah, and I then just, you go I, see one of his movies. Yeah, I saw Midnight in Paris. And you feel guilty about it. Right, I, I saw Rainy Day in New York and I, I liked it and then I felt bad. I saw Blue Jasmine. I was like, I can't uh, forgive myself for enjoying this movie. Exactly. <laughs> this man's a this man's. I feel monster. the same every time I listen yes. to Michael Jackson. <laughs> yes, hello. It's Elon Musk. Uh, want to lose weight like my father wants me to? Introducing the <laughs> Tesla Slim. Yes, the Tesla Slim. How's it work? It's the only vehicle that's really small, so you can only fit inside of it if you're skinny. Yeah, the Tesla Slim offers plenty of legroom, but very little stomach room. So if you want to drive this car, you'd better lose some weight, fatty. I love the Tesla Slim. I mean, I love the way it looks from the outside. I haven't been inside it yet because I'm too fat to fit inside it. But I'm going to keep running on the treadmill, and I'm going to eat nothing but salads, and you'll see. I'll be able to fit inside the Tesla Slim in no time. Here's hoping, Chubster. So if you want to lose weight, get the car that motivates you, the Tesla Tesla Slim. Hey, that skinny guy just stole my Tesla Slim before I had a chance to drive it. Test drive one today, if you're not too fat. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Megan McCormick has morning show news headlines on the way. I do. President Biden uh, let America know yesterday that an Al-Qaeda operative has been killed. We've got details on that. Nancy Pelosi, some drama with her trip today. That's all coming up in the news. I love the morning show. Buzz Adams in the morning. You know, I, I'll listen to the music later on. I listen to the morning show to hear you guys. This is the morning show. On the uh, TV tonight, America's Got Talent is on at 7 on NBC. A one-hour special of Family Game Night, which is hosted by Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard. They're a married couple that yeah. seems to really be a nice couple. And I like them. <laughs> you like Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard? Yeah, they're cute. They are cute. Uh, every year they come out with a list of the most valuable NFL teams. And it seems like every year it's Cowboys. the Dallas Cowboys, right? Oh, yeah. Well, wait, what are they what are they counting in value? Or are they looking at the... Uh, most valuable teams in the NFL. I guess it, you ticket know, sales to games or merchandise sales. I think it's like if this franchise were to sell, here's what yeah, we predict it would for. go for. Oh, well. So the Cowboys are number one again. The biggest change, though, is that the Rams 
overtook the Patriots for number two. The Patriots had been the Patriots are still running a little bit on Tom Brady fumes, mm-hmm. I feel like. But the Rams, you know, won last year. And so the Dallas Cowboys, it's not even close between the Cowboys and number two, which is the Rams. The Cowboys value is estimated at seven point six billion. And the Rams are five point nine. I mean, so think about that. I mean, that's like a billion and a half difference. That's a lot of money. Have the Cowboys won? You know, they win sometimes. When's the last time they won a championship? 90s. I think Barry Switzer might have been the coach (laughs) the last time they won. And yet they're still more valuable. Uh, Yeah. They're America's team. team. Yep. That's right. Uh, every comedy show I've been to. Cowboy fans will be happy to tell you that Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys are America's fan team, even though I don't remember them holding a vote. Cowboys? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they elected themselves. America's I hated the Cowboys. When I was a kid, I hated, hated the Cowboys. But now, you know, when the Cowboys do well, El Paso's a happier city. Yeah. So I go for the Cowboys. Also, we run their games on KLAQ. The reason I hated the Cowboys <laughs> is because when you grow up in Oklahoma... Default, you're a Cowboys fan unless you have a reason to be a fan of some other team. But oh, really? Yeah, Dallas is definitely the default mm. team. You know, because Oklahoma doesn't have a professional team. I have the Sooners in the '80s, but at least you weren't <laughs> defaulted for the because they were paying all the college oh, kids to go it, play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At every comedy show I've been to, Dallas Cowboys fans are the butt of every like most of the sports jokes in That's, Texas. Yeah, really? Yeah. I mean, because they they get really excited about their season you know every what? year. Even they get excited every year, and they don't ever come even, close. Even the way that the Cowboys are hated backs up the fact that they're the number one team in America. Because nobody hates on the Texans. I mean, right. they might have reason well. to, for, <laughs> you know, because of the Deshaun Watson deal. But nobody just hates on the Texans. I not, think not it's like because pe- because Dallas Cowboys fans assume that the Cowboys are the best team every year and like really cheer it out and be like the best. Hey, you got to be a fan, man. They haven't won though. You got to. <laughs> they haven't won. One, one, how can you be you so proud? Jump, of, you how can you be so proud of a team that doesn't win? You don't jump off the band because if you're a fan, you're a fan for yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. but good years and the bad years. And how sweet will it be when the Cowboys go all the way? Now, this could be in the year 3000. <laughs> right? The longer a city or a franchise goes without a without a championship, the bigger a deal it is. Mm-hmm. Remember when the Cubs won the World Series oh for the first gosh. time in like 113 years? Yeah. What a that huge woman, deal that remember was. Remember the older woman who was like, I've waited Oh, right. She was like, I used like to come years to old. Yeah. When I was a little girl, I would come with my uncle, Al Capone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the Cowboys, the Rams, then the Patriots, uh, who are down one spot. They've New won, York a, they've Giants. won a, a, a Super Bowl in the past 10 years. Uh, they've won multiple. Yeah. So has the Los Angeles Rams, right? Have the Giants won? Yeah, they won last Have no, the Giants I mean, won in the past 10 years? Not the Giants won not 10, last 10 years. But they're the, when did they win? They're the NF, look at this, the Jets. Let's look at the Jets. The Jets are number seven. The Jets are just terrible are just dreadful it has a lot to do with which market you're in so if you're in new york and los angeles you're already your values already bumped up just because you're in those huge markets yep i can't believe that the washington commanders oh gosh i forgot that are number eight 
the Commanders. Formerly, Was- down for- formerly two Washington spots. Redskins. Yeah, the, the Commanders are down two spots, but they're still in the top ten. Number nine, Philadelphia Eagles, $4.7 billion, and the Denver Broncos, $4.65 billion. That's up one spot from last year. Cincinnati Bengals are dead last. Their value is only $2.8 billion. Which is crazy because they were in the championship last year. But do you think any Bengals fans are like, this is the year. This is the year we do it. Yeah, I think every fan. They're, they're ha- saying it right look, now. <laughs> how many years, right how many now years of Burrow. Steve Kaplowitz coming, come in and said before the football season starts that he thinks the Miners really have a chance to go to a bowl? <laughs> it's optimism, yeah. Yeah, it's optimism. Nobody likes a negative Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, we got a, a story here about porn and how to tell if you're addicted <laughs> to porn. And right. this isn't a joke. And I know it sounds like... How did you come across this article? Nico told me about it. <laughs> That's where he gets most... So, this is going to veer into like the adult side of conversation, so it's a good thing school's back in. Yeah, they're Nico, good started by now, what, right? What were you telling me? <laughs> Give me the details of this. Sure. Well, studies show that Everybody watches porn. Uh, almost 73% of women and 98% of men. 98% of men. I refuse to believe at least once that people in my parents' time. generation ever, I mean, accidentally, like something might pop up on their screen, but I don't think people my, my Your generation age, had screens? My parents' generation. Mm. I don't think they... This must be between the ages of something and something uh, because... You know, porn's always been around. Betty, <laughs> Betty Page? I mean... That wasn't porn. Yeah, it was. That was considered porn. Yeah. She wasn't even naked. I mean, she was topless in some of them, but there you go. that's a far cry from porn. There you go. From the porn that you know today. Okay. Right. Well, if you're going to count Betty Page as porn, then Melania Trump did porn when she posed for Maxim then. I mean, because it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so people are wondering, do you do people have a porn addiction with so many people watching these days? It's not recognized by the American. I mean, it is rec- recognized by the American Psychiatric Association, but it's not an official diagnosis. But here are some signs that, you know, porn might be taking over your life just a little bit. Risky business. Does your desire to watch videos of people banging supersede your desire for safety? What? What? If you're risking... No, I got to climb up on the roof and hang off the ledge. I mean, what do you mean, your safety? If you're risking watching... Like getting caught by your wife? <laughs> yeah, that would count. If you're risking watching it... I just need to set the mood here. Will, will, will I be able to finish the yeah, sentence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I thought be, it would help. I'll be able to finish I the thought sentence. It, would it help if you had porn music okay. in the background? Okay. Go ahead. If you're watch, if you're watching it at work, in the Ooh, parking lot, do while picking your kids up from school. Oh yeah, now you got a problem. Or in the middle of your Bob Evans breakfast feast, <laughs> you might have an issue to deal with. Bob Evans is a family restaurant they have in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, you know Bob times, Evans, right? Many times. Oh, so it would have been funnier if it was like, or if you're in the middle of your Denny's breakfast feast. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar to that. Neglecting responsibilities. <laughs> If you're putting off tasks, you know what the Texas version flat out forgetting responsibilities because of your own porn priorities. Let me finish my sentence, please. All right. Okay. Try. Were you done? Yeah. Cranking, cranking one or watching porn. <laughs> watching porn at a Bob Evans. The equivalent would be watching porn at. 
Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Exactly, that is exact. If if you blow more than just your budget, there's <laughs> so much free porn out there. If you blow, you, wait a minute. You're telling me there are people in the year 2022 who are paying for porn? While Why would anybody pay for porn? While there's lots of free porn out there, people are still paying to get their specific fixes. Oh, no. If you have a specific fix, that's also a warning sign. <laughs> like, it's got to be somebody pretending to be the stepmother and the... Oh, and it's the stepson is, like, clearly a year older than the actress. I don't think it's just that. I think it's, like, what if it's, uh... Well, I'm not even going to get a specific. Interactive, uh, interactive. Right? Yeah, that sure. What if it was VR? Or like you, you wanted like a, a yeah. response or a. I, I don't Buzz know. knows all about the VR one. Um, real life <laughs> sex suffering. There's no such thing as porn that's better than real life action. If your physical sex life is being forced to suffer because I of your definitely porn, will will dispute that. <laughs> there's there's definitely some pornography that's better than real life action. Well, it better than the worst real life. Action. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a bad sexual experience. There is some porn that's better than like a like it's like. I would agree with that. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree as well. <laughs> yeah. We're not talking about bottom of the barrel here. Yeah. Right? Uh, and no control. I'm talking about like in the real life when people aren't aware that teeth are not supposed to be part of the equation. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's, oh, my oh. God, Buzz. You could have stopped. As you, Wait, as you get older, that problem will not persist. <laughs> God damn. First singer <laughs> from the McCormick. <laughs> And Wait a finally, are they saying that there are some people that are on their phone looking at porn while they're waiting to pick their kids up from school? Yeah, probably. That, yeah, that sounds also, like Also, I had friends that, like, like when I was in my early 20s, my friends would always be like, oh, man, when I'm at work, I'm going to get bored. I'm going to go do it. Like, oh yeah, well, you know, you got a lot of, you got a lot of rage and testosterone and <laughs> hormone when you're 20 years old. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard some stories 20, back, back in 20s. high school about kids, you know, driving down the highway, having it on there phone oh. bragging about it ah see see no control it may be that you'd like to stop for a while but you just can't bring yourself to do it if you, going, you'd like to stop watching porn right but if you can't do it that's a sign of a problem if going cold turkey on the porn is a problem for you uh you could have bigger problems going on All right. especially if you're going cold turkey on the porn <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> don't go cold turkey. Don't go cold turkey. Go <laughs> hot turkey. Warm, Warm that turkey up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> or use a pie, like an American pie. Anything <laughs> while there's absolutely zero wrong with enjoying uh, some videos every once in a while. Moderation is always key. If you Wait, have who, who says there's zero wrong? Because some people would argue. Some people would say any amount of porn, you're participating in an exploitative uh, business that, you know, Tricks a lot of people to get into it. Women mostly. Well, I just said. First of all, I just said videos. I didn't say uh, specifically what kind because there are considered producer friendly ones or ethically friendly. Uh, ethically sourced pornography. Yeah, my porn is all free range. <laughs> <laughs> is it grass fed porn? Yeah, it's grass fed, free range, ethically sourced, farm to, farm to table porn, conflict free. Yeah. <laughs> Cage-free porn. Uh, if you have a problem, there's professional behavioral therapists to get you back on the right path. Uh, well, I would definitely say if you got to get on your phone while you're waiting in the parking lot at your work or to pick up your kids, I would definitely say that that is probably an issue that warrants concern. Right. The job market sucks. 
Maybe you should too. Isn't it time to consider a career in porn? Did you know licensed pornographers can make up to $300 an hour? Naked, naked, naked. Plus, with a career in the erotic arts, you can work from home, a nearby park, a bathhouse, or even a van. Great benefits include daycare, medical, dental, and facial. Plus, we offer a generous matching 401ky plan. And the porn industry doesn't discriminate. All ethnicities, body types, disabilities, plushies. So come down to the Plushy. summer porn jobs fair. Bring your resume, knee pads, and a can do attitude. This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on 95.5 KLAQ. If opening your energy bill has you saying, what? It's probably time to go solar with SunWatt. SunWatt's the local solar provider. They're all about transparency, fair prices, and professionalism. What they do is install solar panels and service those solar panels and make sure that you get the best value. They provide homeowners with monitoring tools and guides, and they have a 25-year production warranty. What better city to... Let me uh, let me get one neckline call, and then I've got a discussion question for the class today. Be thinking about this. Somebody asked, who is a celebrity that you hate for... For no good reason. Like, I, I get, like, there are some celebrities you could hate for a reason. But are there any celebrities you just don't want? Hate's a strong word. Mm -hmm. Some people are like, well, I don't hate anybody. But is there anybody you really don't like for no good reason? I think the trouble with this would be if you name somebody, we could probably think of a good reason to hate them. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, that'll be the trick, is naming somebody who people say, oh, I don't like that person, and they really, really have no good reason for it. You know, I got to hand it to y'all. Yes, the Dallas Cowboys are America's team. Because just like America for the last couple of years, they haven't had a competent leader to lead them to a victory that's actually worth something. And just like America right now, the fans, they fight each other even when they win. <laughs> And you fight each other when they lose. So, yeah, America's team. <laughs> I love a good sports fight. I love a good fight in the stands. Do Cowboy fans fight Cowboy fans? I've been to Cowboys games, and the thing that I notice most of all is it doesn't matter how close the game is. Sometime in the third period, the people in the expensive seats are going to get up and beat the crowd. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's a good game or a blowout one way or the other. People cannot get out of that stadium quick enough. I'm telling you. Some some of them leave at halftime. It's like, yeah, you know, Whatever. the people with season tickets and beat the traffic. I haven't. I don't think I've ever been to a. Yeah, no, I've never been to another sports stadium other than the Cowboys. I've, never I, I've the only Cowboys. the Cowboys are the only team that I've seen play professional football. Oh, nice. So I don't know. Do do people get up and leave before the game's over? I mean, yeah. even if it's a close game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, a few. You know, if it's if it's close, it's going to be a lot less. If it's a blowout, you know, right. you have a lot of people leaving earlier. Nico, discussion question for today. All right. Who is a celebrity you just don't like, but you don't have a good reason for it? Oh. Is there any celebrity that you would say, I really don't like him, or even I hate him, 
but I don't have a good reason. Yes. I've got some examples. Here are some highlights. Justin Bieber. I don't know. I mean, I don't think it lives up to the part of there's no reason. I think you come up with a lot of reasons. I think five, five or ten years ago, that would be a solid number one. But I think right now, he's kind of, he's all right now. Faded back into yeah, the, I mean, he's, you know what I mean? Now like, he's not so paralyzed. He's got a wife now. He's, you know. As a, as a, he's yeah. not quite as aggressively annoying right. as yeah. when he was going around. Baby, 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 ooh. You know, when everybody was him for Halloween, they had the, that was about 10 years ago. Harry Styles. I like Harry Styles. Love Harry Styles. Yeah, I don't like I think how successful he is. Yeah, but I think he's a super talented, you know, he's yeah. a good actor. Makes me even more mad. Um, <laughs> the person who said Harry Styles said, I just don't like the whole be positive thing he does. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a happy person. He's got like a good vibe going to him. He's like comfortable with his gender. He like wears all kinds of crazy clothes. Good singer. Good actor. He's dating he, Olivia Wilde. He wore a skirt and then Brad Pitt was copying him just mm. a few months later. Ed Sheeran. Nah, I've never it. heard anybody say they hate Ed Sheeran. Do you want to hear our personal ones? Yeah. Bo Burnham. The comedian? Yeah. Why do you hate Why Bo Burnham? Why do you Burnham? hate Bo Burnham? I just do. It's irrational. Did you see a movie he he I think he directed it called Eighth Grade? Yeah, that's the one that's supposedly beautiful. Like uh was who was telling us about it? Rob? I think Rob Little. Probably Rob yeah, Little. Rob Little, yeah. the comedian was telling us that it's beautiful. Yeah. What, what do you not like? I don't Doesn't know. Bo Burnham do a lot? I thought these were supposed to be like no good reason. Yeah, you just said there's no good reason. Yeah, Buzz for keeps asking us the reason right. for the no reason. But I want to I want to make hate. sure that there is no reason. Oh, I know. <laughs> okay, so well, Nico has no good reason. He just hates him. And yeah, well, I guess the initial thing was I never thought his stand up was stand up to begin with, and he's a gimmick comic. No, I wouldn't say a gimmick You're comic. A comedy but he wasn't, snob. You look down. I am a comedy snob. Yeah, but he wasn't doing the no, cla- he wasn't doing classic setup punchlines. He was doing some weird kind of stuff, improv, not improv, but kind of more sketch comedy stuff, and, and including his music in there. It just didn't seem like stand up to me. I don't know. I, don't, I just don't like him. Seems of, like a bad dude inside. <laughs> inside, he like, seems like a bad dude inside, inside. his heart. Just yeah. rubs you the wrong yeah. way. Yeah, Megan. Savannah Guthrie. <laughs> Interesting. Why? I mean, again. again. No good reason. No she good reason. Like yeah, just not my fave. Every time she pops up on my screen, eh, not my favorite. Not my favorite. You know, right? I get what you're saying. But even in the even in the online, so the people who were saying I don't like it didn't so-and-so. say for no reason. It said for no good, good reason. reason. Right. So there could oh, be a reason. Okay. She's not a good reason. She's just eh, not my fave. <laughs> Everybody knows. I cannot cannot stand Bobby Bones. Every time I see <laughs> he's on some other show, it's like, oh my Bobby God. Bones. But it's like, again with this guy. Was, this is he not American Idol? I think he, not this season, but he was two seasons ago. Like, I've tuned into his show before. <laughs> Do you know Bobby? How, this, I've never met him. But I've tuned into his show, and it's just, it's not, it's not a great radio show. That's where he kind of made his mark and then he's ended up on TV you know he's on everything he's like a on the same career 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 track as <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest yeah like Ryan Seacrest he's like the like a Ryan Seacrest 
And <laughs> I just feel like he's got all this money and all these opportunities. Let's see. And wait, he's wait. not as good as me. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. No good reason. <laughs> yeah. Jealousy. <laughs> Pettiness. That's a good reason. Yeah. There you go. Uh, <laughs> the pleasure of seeing other people in pain. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, just that no good reason. Joanna? Jennifer Lawrence. <gasps> really? Ugh, I can't stand her. And her, ugh, I'm so relatable. I'm just like a normal person. I love pizza. Right. And look oh, Jack at me. I fell. Jack Nicholson came up and talked to me. I was so starstruck. Okay, I'm we're so not, quirky. you know, we might have bought that the first year you were at the Academy mm -hmm. Awards, but you can't pull that every year. Mm -hmm. oh. Look at me. I tripped on the step. I'm just a klutz. That's right. I'm such a klutz. My dress is so long. Can't, I love can't pizza. Get I'm so relatable to everybody. Isn't can't somebody else her. like that too? Who else is like that? I think a lot of people... Jennifer Lawrence is a good one, though. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence is a good example. Yeah, it's a great example. Do you have a really good reason if you got... Haley like, Bieber's another one. I don't, other than she's married Justin Bieber, I couldn't pick her out of the lineup. Yeah. Honestly. Don't really care. Gwyneth Paltrow. Ugh, Gwyneth Paltrow. She does that whole positive thing, too. Well, she, and, she's got a website that sells a bunch of magic crystals. Joe, Jade crystals up here. Yeah. Right. Her company, what the hell is her company Goop. called? Goop. Goop. I don't even like the name Goop. Because it's for dupes. Well, it sounds like Goop. It is Goop. <laughs> it's like what will build up if you actually do put a jade egg up your hoo-ha. Eventually, you're going to have to deal with the Goop. It's going to be very Goopy. Yeah. It's going to be very Goopy. Right? Oh, oh nasty. <laughs> so let me put Lizzo. Lizzo? Lizzo? I wonder what the reasoning what they, behind in, that is. Some of I them, mean, they give a reason, but yeah, for I mean, Lizzo, again, they don't even give a reason. Again, for no good reason. You just don't like these people. See, some people said Kardashian, but I don't think there's any way you can say, I, I don't like him, but I don't know why. No. You know why you, know you why. don't like him. And it's probably a good reason. Because they're rich. Jared Leto. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Jared Leto. <laughs> Jared Leto really seems to be up his own butt a lot. And then, he, you know, he's like this method actor and his antics on Suicide Squad when he was the Joker just seemed psychopathic and yeah. it wasn't even a great performance. Like he I think most people have him down as the worst Joker of all time. Hmm. I'm not sure I agree with that. Cesar Romero? Yeah, dude wouldn't even shave his mustache to play the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch the old Batman and the Joker is played by this actor named Cesar Romero. He's got a mustache. It's covered in makeup, but he was like, I'm not sure I'm going to mustache for this. Uh, Jared Leto seems like he's too artsy for himself. Like we, Jared Leto seems like a cult leader. <laughs> Just because of his long hair and his Jesus look? No, he has like, like fan retreats where people go and every day he goes out and address, you know, talks to his fans, which are mostly adoring women. And he really first has all, a cult leader all, vibe. That is I've almost, almost bought tickets to that. It's not a retreat. It's like a <laughs> well, what the hell? it's like a weekend for his band Thirty Seconds to Mars. Yeah, right. But it's not all just performances of the band. Sometimes it's him sitting around like a guru talking to crowds of people who are at his feet. Like you would imagine people were when they went to hear Jesus talk. <laughs> and Morbius is absolutely the low point in Marvel movie history, and I'm including Howard the Duck in that. <laughs> Morbius was the worst 
Marvel movie. What was the one that Ever. he did about heroin? Uh, the Darinovsky one? Did he lose a lot of weight or something? No. Heroin. Dream? Oh, I got him. He was really good in that one. I think he won an Academy Award for Oh, that. you're talking about the, the Dallas Buyers Club. He won oh, an Academy Award for Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, he won that one, too. Requiem for a Dream. Oh, sorry. Wrong yeah, one. I didn't see that. The Darinovsky film. That I didn't see. I saw it once, and I think once is enough. It's super heavy. <laughs> uh, that's the one where somebody says, Bonnie Raitt, she just rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> It's <laughs> the last time anybody's been talking about First Bonnie Ray. Bonnie Ray is like a legitimate blues guitar master. She's also like a 75-year-old woman now. I don't know how Bonnie Raitt is getting under your skin. It's Again, not like they play... no good reason. It's not like they play something to talk about nonstop on the radio. Have people yeah. been talking about <laughs> Bonnie Raitt lately? No, I don't think so. No. Jer- Jerry Seinfeld, he just seems really cocky. Yeah, yeah, he does. I can see that. You know, when Jerry yeah, was like 36, he was dating a high school senior, and they dated for like a year or two, and she was legitimately in high school. <laughs> right? I don't know. Wait. It was at the height was of Was she Seinfeld. 18? doesn't matter if she's in high school. Yeah, I don't know. Look up Shoshana Lonestein and see if they started dating when she was. It doesn't matter if she was still in high school. There's nothing creepy as long as she'd hit her 18th birthday. Even though she had yeah. to go to class. Oh, I'd love to go to the Emmys with you, Jerry, but I can't finals. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about that prom? Did you, did Shoshana you, what? Wow. So Shanna Lonestein. Pretty girl. Right, she was a knockout. I mean, she was in high school. Those look like they will <laughs> knock you out. What? They look like they will knock you out. What? Yeah. Just look her at her eyes. Oh, her boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. I can't say that right. All right. Somebody said I hate M Night Shyamalan and want him to die painfully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think people have a reason, and the reason is unfulfilled potential or promise. His first movie, uh, The Icy Dead People. What was that called? Six cents. Six cents. Why do you keep doing that? Was outstanding. No, its what name is Icy Dead People. I think that's also been called that. Six cents was phenomenal, and you thought, "Oh man, this guy's young. Every movie he's going to make is going to be this Hitchcock style classic. It's just going to be the best, and they're going to have the." And then uh, he never lived up to that mm. again. And when he did with Split, do you remember Split? Oh yeah, that was good. The guy who had the split personalities, he was bald, kind of like Nico is. <laughs> I don't who was Hedwig. <laughs> Hedwig, right. James McAvoy. Yeah, right. So that was a real good movie. Mm-hmm. But the sequel to but that, terrible. Okay, you guys it might be forgetting a little thing called Signs, a great movie. Oh, yeah. Signs, not fine. a great Look, movie. I'm not there was a, one great scene Don't in associate me with Buzz. I love M. Night you Shyamalan lo- films. Really? Yes. You love Lady in the Water. I never saw that one, yeah. but... Uh, the village. The happening. The, the happening. happening. Oh, okay, the happening was a little weird. Signs was good. Signs Six Sense Village. Six His Sense. big screen version of Avatar, not the blue people, the the Airbender oh, movie. Oh, that was an atrocity. Because I'm a big Airbender fan. He he did a Speed Racer, big screen version of Speed Racer. That was. I don't. He didn't do that one. No. If he didn't, it that seems was like something Rodriguez. he would have done. Okay. He didn't have anything to do with Speed Racer. <laughs> I don't think I so. Yeah. 
And who else? Laura Dern. Why would, why would anybody Dern. have anything against Laura Dern? Laura Dern is a national treasure. <laughs> <laughs> she is. You're right. You're not getting any argument from me. She Thank is you. a national treasure. All right, let's check our late night roundup before we have to take a break. Here's what uh, people were joking about on late night television last night. Here we go. Well, it was a life-changing weekend for the person in Illinois who purchased the winning ticket for the $1.3 billion Mega Millions jackpot. Uh, the winner hasn't come forward yet, so either they're contacting financial experts or they're at home like, crap, where is it? All right, I had it in my... I went swimming, I went swimming. All right, no one turn on the washing machine. No one do anything. Pope Francis acknowledged that he will need to slow down or retire. You can tell the Pope is ready to retire. Today someone asked him uh, for a miracle and he was like, what do we look like, a freaking genie over here? <laughs> the White House is planning to offer updated booster shots to Americans this fall. Yep, it's still the same booster except... Some uh, people complained about uh, a slur in a new Beyonce song and okay. they went back and swapped out the lyrics so I guess they Beyonce agreed I shouldn't have used that word do you remember me bringing this up to you yesterday yeah but yeah, when you that. bring it up it, I need to see it like but, and you're on like the prep. Uh, on the prep it wasn't on the prep yet Nico that's yeah. how good I am about bringing no, things up to I've him I've tried to do that and Buzz is like mm, we uh, don't want to well, be too early you know what, See the difference? Nico, it why don't you bring things that are interesting you need to bring things that are really interesting oh, quit having a pity party <laughs> the difference is yesterday people were upset Today, oh, she actually went back and swapped out the the word that, that was, was from yesterday. Also, well, that was late yesterday. <laughs> 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 I need to tell you about our Iron Maiden flyway. So we've just gotten uh, underway with this. There are three times every day that you can get registered. You'll hear a code word at ten fifteen, two fifteen, and five uh, five fifteen p.m. That's every Monday through Sunday. Listen for the special code words given out. Then just tap the Rocky Mountain Maiden button on the KLAQ mobile app and enter that code word, and you are registered to win. It's a flyaway trip to see Iron Maiden in Denver. Airfare, accommodations, $500 spending cash. It's all brought to you by the new Earl of Sandwich, the sandwich that started it all. Now open with their first location in El Paso, 3581 North Zaragoza. If you don't have the mobile app, it's free download. Get it on your iPhone through the App Store, your Android through the Google Play Store. Beyonce agreed to swap out a lyric on her new album, which just came out a couple of days ago after some fans were offended. On the song Heated, she uses the word, I'm going to apologize ahead of time, spaz. Twice. And that drew backlash from the disabled community. They consider the word spaz to be an ableist slur. I consider spaz to be slang from the early 90s. <laughs> right? It seems like it's kind of like an outdated, oh, don't. No, don't, don't be a spat. Yeah, yeah. Right. But it's surprising that she went through with this because Lizzo already received backlash a few months ago for having spaz in one of her songs. Maybe not a lot of it. things rhyme with jazz. Maybe that's why they use spaz mm -hmm. so much. 
Well, like you said, it's it, in middle school. It, it, spaz seemed like a normal word. It didn't yeah. even seem like it, like a, it did not cross your mind that somebody might be offended no, by you calling somebody a spaz. But do you know where it comes from? Probably spastic, like spastic motions that somebody might make if they got cerebral palsy. That is exactly it. Yep. Is that is that really it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Beyonce was using spaz as slang for f- going crazy or freaking out but it's de- oh here you go if i just read further it's derived from the word spastic which is demeaning and insensitive to people with spastic cerebral palsy is it cerebral or cerebral cerebral palsy. cerebral palsy. tomato tomato uh, the existing line was spazzing on that ass, spaz on that ass. Maybe, wait a minute, maybe she was using spaz to mean something else. No, she, going, it means going crazy on that ass. Use it in its proper sentence, on that ass. Lizzo came under fire for using the same term a couple mm-hmm. months ago. Go. Yeah, she did. And like Beyonce, she agreed to change it. Yeah, like how did Beyonce miss that? She must not have got it on her feed. The, the <laughs> things had know. already, must have already been done. Like the songs must have already been done. Mm-hmm. Let's stick on uh, music news. Joanna has entertainment, so anything we don't cover here, Joanna's going to have coming up on our entertainment news. Naomi Judd uh, was a member with her daughter Wynonna. They were the Judds. And they were one of the biggest country music acts of the 80s. Uh, Late 80s, early 90s. Page 6 says that Naomi Judd left both of her daughters, Wynonna and Ashley, who wasn't in the Judds, but she is a Judd, and she was an actress. Famous actress, yes. I was trying, off the top of your head, name name an Ashley Judd movie. Double Where Jeopardy. the heart is. Nice. And what did you say? Double Jeopardy, Joanna said. Is that the one with Harry Connick Jr. is like a killer? No. What that's was the, another one. That is a good one. That's a yeah, good yeah. one. What's that one? Was she in like Along Came a Spider? You know, the ones where there were, there were, it was like they were going to be a series of movies. They all had the name of a nursery rhyme <laughs> and Morgan Freeman was a cop. Hmm? So, no. What? Uh, maybe a, a spider. Maybe I imagined all that stuff. Double Jeopardy is that the movie where the husband pretends to die? Yes, or and they frame her for the murder, murder right. and then, she, and then actually, she goes back and kills well, him. Well, I was arrested already and for doing. Can't be arrested for killing a dead man, which you totally can. By the way, that will not <laughs> hold up in a court of law. Yeah, it's a horrible example of Double Jeopardy, but good movie. <laughs> but a good movie. <laughs> Naomi Judd's estate is believed to be worth $25 million, and Winona and Ashley were left out of it. Uh, Radar Online says that they have been told that Winona is very upset because she was part of her mom's musical success. And Naomi's husband of 33 years, Larry Strickland, is the executor of the will. He was given, quote, full authority and discretion over her assets without the approval of any court. But even if her her husband uh, can't be the executor, it doesn't fall to Wynonna and Ashley. God, they have bad blood. 
Yeah. Well, I don't know currently, but I know uh, no. throughout the years. Rocky. Yeah, throughout the years, they have had some battles between Winona and Naomi. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, there was a big push that Oprah Winfrey did. With, they, they were on the show all the time. This is about 10 years ago when Oprah came out with OWN. They Wait, were, they had they their were, own show? They, they were one of the first people to have one of their own. Yeah, it was called, well, might have just been called The Judds, but um, like an eight-episode arc about when they went on tour again for the first time since. And it seemed like there was a lot of... They talked about yeah their previous yeah well you know a mother daughter relationship is is one of the toughest I think of, of any <laughs> oh it's you know Winona was temporarily estranged from Naomi Judd yeah Naomi didn't tell her who her real father was until she was in her thirties and I know that was a big traumatic experience for do Winona. the daughters have the same father no uh, okay well that explains and Winona didn't find out until she was in who's her 30s. older. Winona, right? Winona, yeah. Is older than Ashley. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. The Judds, the the t- reality TV show they were on, documented moments of conflict between Winona and Nomi. Thank you. Uh, here's an update. Nancy Pelosi's uh, plane has landed safely in Taiwan, so I guess at least they didn't shoot her plane out of the, out of the sky. <laughs> Thank God. Good news. And what's wrong with me? Sorry. Fumble. <laughs> having <laughs> some issues over here. <laughs> Sorry. We've all been there. Today's primary day in Arizona. So here's what's playing out in Arizona. You've got Republican candidates going up against Republican candidates. Now they're both. Both of the candidates are MAGA. But only one of them would get the endorsement of Donald Trump. So it's just basically a race between who could... Even the people who didn't get Trump's endorsement are still, like, huge Trump fans. Uh, so that's kind of like two wings of the Republican Party. People who got Trump's endorsement and people who didn't. Uh, Trump sees this as a game, I think. It's like keeping score. Mm-hmm. My candidates win, that's a point for me. If my candidates lose, that's a point deduction. Uh, but he, a lot of his endorsement hinged on whether or not they would publicly say that the 2020 election was stolen from him. Um, so you've got people who are willing to say that versus Republicans who, you know, other than that, they're willing to pretty much do whatever whatever Trump says to get his endorse get their endorsement. So Donald Trump's endorsements are so confusing that today in Missouri, um, Eric Greitens, the governor, yeah. is yeah. running for. Uh, the open Senate seat, the U.S. Senate seat. <laughs> Trump said he endorsed both of them. Well, no, he didn't well, say. He just said he Eric. Just said he Eric. Didn't say a last he said, name. I endorsed in the Missouri race, Eric. Eric. Right. And then both Eric's were like, Eric yeah, he's Greg- talking which, about which me. one? And versus Eric Schmidt, both are claiming his endorsement. Right. They're saying he said my name. Yeah. <laughs> Is one of them spelled with a C and nope. one of them with a K or anything? But, well, both are with a C. <laughs> spelled the exact same so, way. So Trump just said, I'm supporting Eric. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of genius. Kind of That's kind of like the wisdom of King Solomon. Right? And Eric's are like, yeah, he's talking about me. Yeah. Eric is saying, <laughs> can you imagine being me? such a I've lick... I've never heard you make that noise before. Such, such a lick spittle <laughs> that you're just jumping over... <laughs> he, said he, said he said my name! He said my name! He said Eric! Uh, gubernatorial primary. Oh, also, there's somebody else in the race named Eric McElroy. Mm-hmm. He, is, he is not really up for contention, they're saying, 
like is he on the Republican? He's not. A, he's he a Republican is. in the same race. In the is same he race. He's saying, "Well, Trump was talking about me." Like the guy, the dark horse. Yeah. You know what Trump had done in a couple of the primaries that have already taken place? He waited long enough that there was a clear front runner, and then he endorsed them the just so it would be. A, yeah, right. So it'd be a win. And I trust the great people of Missouri on this one to make up their minds, much as they did when they gave me landslide victories in 2016 and 2020. I'm therefore proud to announce that Eric has my complete <laughs> and total endorsement. Eric Cartman. <laughs> I want to thank the president for his endorsement. You will respect my side <laughs> So the governor's race... Trump has backed former television news anchor Carrie Lake, while Ugh. former Vice President Mike Pence have thrown their support behind businesswoman Karen Taylor Robson. Now, neither one of these candidates you'll find publicly saying a bad word about Trump. Even after the one didn't get the endorsement, it's like, well, I still got to be 100%. This is his party. The Republican Party is Trump's party. That's why I'm no longer welcome in it. <laughs> Yeah, it is. But this Carrie Lake, she's a piece of work. She was a news anchor, like one of the evening news anchors in Phoenix, for like 25 years. And now her main target is bashing journalists or the media. Oh, that's nice. That's her move, Ugh. is just saying, you know, the, the media is the worst. She was on Steve Bannon's radio show last week where she said things like, I'm pretty sure that the media hates our country. The media actively hates our country. Uh-huh. You know what's interesting? The media is is a bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's, that's, not that's one my exact point. You know, entity. Fox News and Breitbart are the media. Considered media. <laughs> I mean, well, not that media. they're not held in very high esteem by people with educations, but you know, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, D. Snyder. <laughs> apparently uh, sent a request to Carrie Lake's campaign to stop them from using the song uh, We're Not Gonna Take It. I saw a thing where it said D. Snyder said that he didn't care who used his song. and I could have sworn I saw a story that D. Snyder said it's a nonpartisan song so anybody can use it. Well, he cares. Maybe he's like, except her. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so last week's polling, the voting has started in the Arizona primaries today, but last week showed Trump-backed candidates leading the pack, uh, leading into these primaries. Lake re- led Robson. So Lake is the Trump candidate. Robson is the one who didn't get the endorsement, but still very beholden, I think, to Trump. Uh, Lake led Robson 51% to 33%. Wow. And that's freaking out establishment Republicans because they're saying that that should be an easy seat to win. But because they're putting up crazy candidates like Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake's going to get up there and lose to a Democrat is what they're saying? Exactly. Well, you know, maybe the established Republicans should have thought of that before they compromise so much with this dude. You know, really? It's a chicken's coming home to roost at at this point, right? Well, and the same is true of Herschel Herschel Walker in Georgia and... Raphael Warnock. Mm-hmm. You know, I hate it when Herschel comes up because I've, I've known Herschel. I've met Herschel. And I, nice really, guy. I really like him. But at no point did I ever think this guy should be right in policy. <laughs> <laughs> like, that never crossed my mind. 
meanwhile, in the GOP Senate primary, frontrunner Blake Masters led his opponent, Jim Lehman, in the, again, these are primaries, so this is the Republican side of things, 36 to 21 percent. Hmm. Both Masters and Lehman said that they would have objected to the certification of the 2020 presidential election had they been serving in the Senate. Nice. Uh, so, watching some races here, I, I mean, for the looks of things, it looks like the Trump-endorsed candidates have a pretty huge advantage, but you're saying that there's some nervous leadership that these candidates are going to be so unappealing oh, yeah. that they're just going to get annihilated by whoever the Democratic... Because this isn't the final election, No, right? this is the primaries. The Democrats are also having their primaries right. in Arizona. But uh, any moderate Democrat will look like a conservative next to Cary Lake. I don't know. Arizona's pretty nuts as a state, man. You mean that's why they have Kristen Cinema? I mean, <laughs> who won? She's a, a Democrat. Democrat. I know. Unfortunately. No, I'm saying they're not quite Florida, but Arizona. Oh, it's purple. No, it, like it's yeah. turning purple in terms of uh, demographics and voting. Trends. Yeah, because most of the people live in Phoenix and hardly anybody lives out anywhere else. I mean, that's not accurate, but you know what I mean. It's a huge parts of Arizona are, are uninhabited, uninhabited yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So whatever the politics in Phoenix are going to have a, and Tucson are going to have a pretty. Uh, Going to carry a lot of weight. And uh, Joe Biden is got COVID again. Does that even count as a different COVID? <laughs> he just had it last week. How do we know this isn't the same COVID? If, have if, they gotten? If, have they put it under a microscope to see like if they're the same germ? Yeah. Legit question. Right. <laughs> if you have COVID and then the next day you have COVID, is it the same, it the same COVID? COVID? Did they check its name tag? Also, Drake got it again. So who? Drake. Didn't even know recording he had artist one. got Drake got like a rebound COVID. Did case. he get it from B Joe Biden? I don't think he got okay. it from Biden. <laughs> I got all the vaccines, but they didn't do anything. Yeah. What a crappy feeling. I keep getting. I wouldn't say the vaccines don't do anything because Joe Joe Biden is 129 years old right. and he didn't have to go. To, he got it twice in two weeks and he didn't have to go to the hospital. Oh, so I, just, I don't think it's fair to say. I just had a little tickle in my throat. Right. <laughs> 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 El Paso and KLAQ.com. Keep it up, boss. You're a badass motherfucker. KLAQ Rock. Local and loco. Don't you know I'm loco? The Buzz Adams Morning Show, 95.5 KLAQ. This hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoo. They're at the corner of Dyer and Monroe, just a few moments from Fort Bliss. You can find them on social media or at PumpingInkTattoo.com. That's PumpingInkTattoo.com. Joanna, you were out on Friday and we got some more calls. I, I feel like I owe it to you to keep you up to date on the cool. latest...
taco versus burrito <laughs> opinions that have been okay. thrown out there, and there All were right. some of those on your day off on Friday. Oh, okay. They won't stop coming. So I'm, <laughs> I'll bring that up in just a couple of minutes. We've got a flyaway trip to Denver to see Iron Maiden. So Iron Maiden in Denver, $500 spending cash. My God. Maybe bring back some souvenirs from Colorado, if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Gummy bears. This flyaway trip for Iron Maiden in the Mile High City brought to you by 95.5 KLAQ and BMG Music. So to enter this, it is a KLAQ mobile app contest, but it's also on the radio. So every day while the contest is running, we're going to have three code words, and they're going to be at the same times every day. Approximately 10.15 a.m., 2.15 p.m., and 5.15 p.m., so whenever you hear that code word, just tap the Rocky Mountain Maiden button on the KLAQ app. Enter the code, and you're registered to win. Now, obviously, the more times you can do that, every time you hear a different code word, the more entries you're going to have. It's going to increase your chance of winning. It's brought to you by the all-new Earl of Sandwich, the sandwich that started it all. Now open with their first location in El Paso, 3581 North Zaragoza. If you don't already have it, download the KLAQ mobile app on your iPhone through the App Store or your Android through the Google Play Store. And uh, listen for those code words for a trip to Denver to see Iron Maiden. All right, here is uh, the call we got on Friday. Joanna, I just want to make sure that you are brought up to speed. Here's... uh, Eduardo, it looks like, who's got uh, a take on the taco versus burrito. Hey, this is Eduardo. I just wanted to talk about the taco and burrito thing. Let me tell you. In Mexico, you go and you ask for taco. It don't matter what kind of tortilla, harina, maize, it don't matter, flour, corn. If you ask for burrito in Mexico, you're going to get a baby donkey. All right, burrito and chimichanga are American-made, all right? But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to clear that up. But, uh, again, I go. I do understand what she's saying, but I'm going to tell you that Mexican-American terms, Hispanic terms, uh, but nowadays we probably lost burrito to the rap. So, <laughs> we probably lost, lost burrito, burrito to, to the rap. The rap. <laughs> All right. It's a rap for burrito. So he's saying that in Mexico, a burrito means little donkey. But there's a story that the the original burritos were sold in El Paso, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and it was a little guy who had a donkey. Yeah. So he would sell these. Burritos, burritos. Yeah, burritos. He yeah. was known as burritos because this guy got around on a little donkey. <laughs> okay. And this is like I've, 150 years ago or whatever. I've now definitely we, been in Mexico and asked for a burrito. And they and know what you're talking burrito. about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now we've got a guy that comes around to the bars late at night with a little burrito. Uh- We've got a few minutes to uh, wrap up here. Just wanted to uh, mention that on Thursday, it is the final night for free concerts as West Star presents Cool Canyon Nights at McKellican Canyon Amphitheater. One more night this Thursday. It is the rescheduled Azukov concert. Trying to help me out with my pronunciation if I'm off on that at all. Azucar. Azucar. Si. Oh, nice. Azucar. Azucar. Threw a little spice on there. Free concerts start at 6 <laughs> o'clock with music on the El Paso Community College stage. And at 7 o'clock, Zuka takes over. West Star presents... Well, now you're just saying it. Azuka. 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 
What does that word have? What is the meaning of that word? Sugar. sugar. Oh. Okay. Oh, sugar. Star presents Cool Canyon Nights. You can find out more about it. It's the final uh, Thursday, though, this Thursday, with Azúcar. You know a good cover band would be Azúcar El Rey. Sugar, Sugar King? I guess. Or Sugar Ray. Oh. <laughs> I saw what you were trying to go with. Thanks. Over at KLAQ.com, I uh, put up an article, Mayor Oscar Leeser. It sounds like personally paid for 5,000 tickets for UTEP's home opener. Mm Mm-hmm. And those are going to be donated to city workers, people in police department, fire department, and sheriff's office. Uh, A press release from Oscar's office said that they are available for pickup at the mayor's office on a first-come, first-served basis. So it looks like this... Home opener is probably going to be sold out. It sounds like there's about 8,000 tickets left. So get your tickets August 27th. North Texas. North Texas. And uh, the home opener is the season opener this year. So 5,000 tickets. If you want to find out more about it, if you work for the city or the sheriff's department or police or fire, go and check out at klaq.com. Find out how to get your UTEP tickets. You get up to six. As long as they last. All right. On our website, it seems like a lot of people throw me under the bus just to get a good headline. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Guilty. The great pizza debate continues. It says, Buzz tried to sully an El Paso favorite's deliciousness. Uh Uh-huh. Yet many of you are agreeing with Joanna. Did you write that, Joanna? I didn't write that. Somebody did. That was probably Emily. Oh, I yeah, probably Emily. I didn't try and sully any... Yeah, you did. Pass. You just were sullying it right now. You were now. talking crap about Peter Piper. Was, oh, Peter you? Piper. You Peter Piper's right worst. now. I knew it was Peter Piper. What that's is not your like problem a, with Peter That's not an El Paso restaurant. That's a chain. <laughs> yeah, but and it's, it's an El Paso favorite. <gasps> did you just say it was Did you just say crappy? If you like, like frozen mouth. pizza, it's like frozen pizza. It is absolutely you know what? not. No, it's not. It has a thick crust, a crunchy throat. Are we talking about... Peter Piper. Yes. The alternative to Chuck E. Cheese. The alternative to Chuck E. Cheese. The superior. The better. No, no, no. Their their pizzas are very much. Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? It's the kind of pizza you give a kid who doesn't have fully developed taste buds, so they don't care. They just want to eat pizza. What is wrong with you? I can't do it anymore. Peter Piper is a gift from God, all right? I don't get if you are you guys being ironic. Is this some of that real millennial, cheese? Why? Uh, why are you like throwing shade at Peter Piper? Because it's it's just like a frozen pizza. <gasps> it's, it's not. It's no, not great. It's not. The I entire have a friend who works there, and he's like, they make the dough early in the morning. It's delicious. Everything's fresh. Everything's fresh. Buzz was We're calling talking it about Peter Piper. Right? Buzz was calling it ketchup on <gasps> crackers. crackers. Yeah, a ketchup How ketchup on a cracker. Dare you. What is your problem? I thought the whole point of the article was that they put out, like, highest-rated pizza places, and the fact that it wasn't uh, a local... Oh, yeah, the first one, like, the top one wasn't local. The top one was Grimaldi's, which, i be honest with you, I'd never even heard of Grimaldi's. I didn't know it was a chain. I've never had their pizza before. They're pretty legit. They're good. Is it? I've never been... They're expensive. I mean, Artivino's is... 
really good, and they are. They have like locally. three different Artovinos on there. Aurelia's is good. Have you had a had pizza from Aurelia's? Oh no, it's pretty good. Mexican pizza. I don't like pizza so fancy that when you eat it, like it's cut into squares instead of a slice, or it is that feels the more sign like of you're a eating fancy yeah. pizza? Is square, a square the sign of a fancy <laughs> pizza? And it's got like sun dried. If it's got sun dried tomatoes, you can yes. really tell somebody's from Oak, Mulgee, Oklahoma, when they think squared pizza right. is fancy. How That's, am I going to yeah. listen to someone who has some trash ass yeah. taste buds from Oak Mulgee <laughs> talking bad about Peter Piper when it's delicious? We had a Pizza Hut, which I work for one summer. And, uh, and we had Mazio's. I don't know if you guys have ever had Mazio's. A Mazio. Have no. you never had Mazio's no. before? No. I haven't either. Mm-mm. Is uh, it the chain? Pizza joint is good. Oh, I love pizza Matthew's joint. Quality. Like their spliffs. You know what? called spliffs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Joy, what, what are the spliffs? It's part part tomato sauce, or part tobacco. Bread, it's breadsticks. They call them, like... Pizza Stuff. joints, yeah. Stuff. Oh, I, the pizza I, joints are good. I just learned what the definition of a spliff was <laughs> on Sunday. On Sunday? Yeah, do you know what it is? I want you to tell me what it is. It's You roll up, okay, marijuana <laughs> and tobacco marijuana. in a spliff. So you're smoking part of it's marijuana, part of it's tobacco, right? <laughs> yeah. He looks to Nico, right? I'm the one that explained it to him. <laughs> <laughs> I just learned. Oh, wait a minute. So in your original article, you were upset that Pizza Joint and Casa Pizza didn't even make the list. No, they didn't. And that's supposed to be like the top local pizza places in El Paso. Yeah. Casa Pizza is great. And I was upset. Now, Joanna, did you know I worked for Pizza Joint for a while? You did? Yeah, I was a delivery driver. Oh, cool. Didn't make it too long. Why not? Two weeks. Because of all those spliffs, those well, pizza joints. He, he was also working as an EMT at the time. I was, was not. I was doing hustle. comedy. Oh, really? Yeah. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be you great if you're like comedy? an EMT and it's like, hey, if you get a couple down minutes, you can make some Uber Eats delivery. Oh, my God. I got the, I got the patient confused with the pizza. <laughs> I worked for like three months over the summer one year at Pizza Hut. <laughs> and I only got tipped one time. It's like people in the town that I grew up in had never heard that you're supposed to give the pizza delivery boy a buck a or two. It's like they had never... Right. I probably made 300 deliveries. Like, were you just standing there and, like, waiting for a tip and they're like, go on, No, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> After a while, I just realized they don't know that tipping's a thing. They think <laughs> tipping is... What's, the cup. What do they say on the... To ensure proper service. No, no, but they say... Tipping is not a city in China or something. Oh, right. <laughs> they have clever signs. <laughs> Ooh, Andre's pizza was delicious. Oh, Andre's is great. Remember you could watch them make the pizza too? That was cool. Oh, man, somebody messaged in saying Pistol Pete's pizza was superior in every way. Pistol Pete's. Pistol Pete's. Not Peter Piper. Do they Peter have like Piper a, is delicious. Do they, I don't know what's wrong with you. Do they have like a... Like a mascot character that comes out for Pistol Pete's. No, Peter Piper. Oh, Peter. Yeah, Isn't Rocky. Peter Piper have a lot of games and stuff. Yeah, yep. Yeah, his name's Rocky. But you've never had the dinosaur. Pizza. I've been there. I haven't eaten. No, I've never eaten there. But I've, I just had a curiosity. How did you go there and not eat the pizza? It was it was a birthday party and she got kids. I have kids that are allergic to oh, pizza. Yeah. Dairy. <laughs> pizza. Oh my god, yeah. they're and gluten so, intolerant. Yeah, and it's it's a pain in my butt. That's so sad. What is your opinion of Chuck E. Cheese pizza? Trash. Trash. Cardboard. And you That's think that cardboard it, and, with ketchup. 
you think that there's a substantial difference between Peter Piper and Chuck E. Cheese? It's just basically crap for your kid to eat while they while they play games. Dude, no. they recycle the old pizza parts. Remember, they Frankenstein it. <laughs> oh God! Uh, who, Peter Piper? No, Chuck E. Chuck Cheese. Cheese. Peter Piper's quality. Terrifying. All right, that's some you of the what? best ingredients you could ever have on a pizza. Uh, you know what? I'm really gonna throw down the gauntlet. Best first date ever. I Peter think Peter Piper. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese might actually be a little slightly better than Peter <gasps> Piper. As Get far out. as pizza goes. We're wrapping it up. It's All right. done. It We're is done time to uh, wrap things up. Everybody have a great Tuesday. We'll be back uh, tomorrow. And, Nico, people are expecting an after buzz. <laughs> will there be an after buzz today? Uh, yes. All right. Will there be a, will <laughs> there be a best of buzz or a what the on hell? Demand, on yes. buzz Adams, on, on demand, yes. On demand returns. Oh, oh, you know what? You didn't play. Okay, we can't do this. It's too late. Sorry. Yeah. It's too late. Nice. People sorry, were complaining because I guess you didn't do one on Thursday. Okie dokie guy left you a message, which was hilarious. All okay, right. okie dokie. You know what? The on demand is a privilege. Not <laughs> <laughs> <Not> a right. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow. So long. You know what I think? I think you talk too much. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, man, we're done talking. Now get ready to rock with 95.5 KLAQ.